everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Regina. Hey! And today we watched one of our all-time favorite holiday films called The Holiday. <laughs> uh, it stars Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz with Jude Law and Jack Black, and it's fucking great. Like, basically the plot line is Cameron Diaz lives in LA and Kate Winslet lives in England and... They are both having a shitty go of it in the romance department. Like, Kate Winslet's in love with a guy who doesn't love her back and is getting engaged to someone else. Um, Cameron Diaz finds out that her boyfriend is cheating on her with his secretary and breaks up with him. They're both just over it and, and can't handle it anymore. So Cameron Diaz starts looking for a vacation, a reason to leave, somewhere to go. And she ends up on homeexchange.com and finds Kate Winslet's house, and they end up doing a house swap. So Kate Winslet comes to L.A. and stays in Cameron Diaz's giant L.A. mansion, and Cameron Diaz moves to England for a couple of weeks to stay in Kate Winslet's small little cottage. And then they meet each other's friends and family along the way, and romances start to bud, and that's basically what happens. Yeah. It follows general rom-com rules, like there's a lot of laughter in weird situations, there's always like a tension, like a sexual tension that you aren't really sure if it's going to get resolved or not, but ends up getting resolved in the end, because that's how rom-coms work, and this is just a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So, here's some fun facts about this film. Nancy Myers wrote this specifically with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black in mind. Like, she knew when she went into writing this film that it was gonna be those four people. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, so each of their characters are written specifically for them. Dustin Hoffman's cameo was completely unplanned and non-scripted. Yes. Uh, He drove by the blockbuster that they were filming at, saw all the cameras, and decided to stop in and see what was happening. Because it's fucking Dustin Hoffman. He could just, like, (laughs) walk onto any movie set, and everyone's like, oh, shit, that's so fucking cool. Right. So because he knew the writer and director, Nancy Myers, they worked up a scene real quick while he was just chilling there and put it in the movie. So Jack Black grabs the graduate off of the shelf and starts talking about the score while they are playing this, like, Humming the score game with yeah. Kate Winslet. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Yeah, and then uh, Dustin Hoffman just makes a comment like, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> right. It's like, it's so Simple. perfect. And even more funny when you know that he went there on purpose. Like, it wasn't he just happened to be at the video store. Like, he purposefully went into that video store to be in this, or to yes. figure out if he could be in this movie somehow. <laughs> so, that was pretty great. Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell, who plays her ex-love interest Jasper in this film, were previously in a real-life romance. So before this movie oh. came out, they actually dated. So it made, like looking back on it, it makes their whole romantic adventure kind of a lot worse. Yeah, like intense. <laughs> yeah, but good on Kate Winslet for not letting that like creep into her performance. So good yeah. on her. Um, HomeExchange.com is actually a completely real website where people exchange homes. So much so that the London police or the police in Europe had to tell people not to do a home exchange because people were getting their identity stolen and people were being murdered in home exchanges. Because people are nuts. Scary! At the time of release, Cameron Diaz said that this film was her most physical role that she had ever done. 
which is crazy to me because right. of all the running that she had to do in this film. In the snow. And... In the snow, in her heels. Yeah. Like with her big ass stride all the way across the English countryside. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's nuts. But yeah, this was apparently her most physical role, which is crazy because she definitely did Charlie's Angels like way before this film came right. out. And how was that not your most physically exerting role? Who even knows, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she's done anything more exerting since then, but uh, in 2006 when this film came out, like, that's what she right, said. Right, The house that is Arthur Abbott's house in this film belonged to actress Phyllis Diller at the time of shooting and is located in Brentwood in L.A., mm. so that's fun. The James Franco, Lindsay Lohan trailer that Amanda cuts in the film, it's like she does it at the very beginning and then it keeps following her right. throughout the film. That was completely fake and made for this film, so right. they just got James Franco and Lindsay Lohan to shoot <laughs> this weird action film yeah, as trailer. Yeah, they narrate her life. Through yeah, the as they narrate her, her life. It's pretty great. It is cool. Um, all the actors in the Hanukkah scene are Jewish except for Kate Winslet. So she had that Hanukkah party and all of them, like the guy who plays Arthur and all of his friends and Jack Black, they're all Jewish. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, so just that was pretty awesome. Okay, now into some questions. Who is your favorite character in this film? Uh, I think I'm going to have to say Miles, Jack Black's character. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because, I mean, he's a composer and like he's super funny and just such an endearing character, like. It, it just makes it even better to watch him and oh know, yeah him and iris's relationship through you know yeah. the film. his character in this film always makes me sad that jack black hasn't done more romantic comedies yeah. or romantic films because he is a fucking great romantic so pairing good. he's so funny and it doesn't matter that he's not like you know the ryan reynolds Ryan Gosling, like, super hot guy type. Yeah. Because he makes up for it with his humor. Yeah. And that's well, and totally feels, what women like. like. Yeah, it feels natural and genuine. And yeah, like, he's yeah, so like, genuine in this film. And I wish that he had done more of that. Like, I feel like he did School of Rock, and then he did this movie, and then he just was like, okay, now I'm going to do Tenacious D, which is fucking great, <laughs> and I love Tenacious D, but also just, like, some weird off-the-cuff shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do the Tenacious D movie, and then we're going to do Goosebumps and Gulliver's the House... Travels. Gulliver's Travels, the House with the Clock in the Walls, yeah. or whatever, the clock... Whatever it was, that whatever that movie was, <laughs> similar to Goosebumps. He has done a bunch of that stuff, like, goofy, physical comedy stuff, like Jumanji as right, well. Right, Um... But he hasn't done a lot of super serious things, I feel like, since this film. And if he has, sorry, I haven't watched them, I guess. Let <laughs> yeah. me know. Tweet Same. me. like, Because <laughs> I love Jack Black in a serious role. So, yeah. He was great comedically in this film. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character is Arthur Abbott. Yeah, the the old man. I've said this on several other episodes of this podcast, but the old man characters in a lot of films are just so I love them so much because they remind me of my grandpa, and he is the coolest. Like Arthur specifically in this film, he goes on this whole journey with Kate Winslet to grow her emotionally. Basically, he's showing her and introducing her to all these old films with these leading ladies who are just in charge of their own lives and, like, don't take any shit from anybody. And little to Kate Winslet's knowledge, he is trying to teach her to transform her into one of those leading ladies. Right, have a little gumption. Yeah, he's getting her to be strong and to forget about the guy in England and, like, live your life 
for you and not for anyone else. And I love that. And all of his, like, all of their scenes where he's with her, he's just so sweet. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. And the way that she interacts with him is just awesome. Like, more people need to treat elderly people the way that Kate Winslet treats Arthur in this film. Right. Well, his growth through just the whole process, you know. Like yeah. Her encouraging him to, you know, do the writing guild awards. and like, Yeah. Yeah, just him... You know, not being comfortable with being able to, you know, walk well and, you know, get up on that stage, like, and him overcoming that. Oh, yeah. That by the end of the movie, I think, was really cool, too. Yeah, her respect for him right out of the gate Mm -hmm. and the way that she treats him right off the gate. Like, she sees him walk by, the very very first time she sees him, she sees him walk by with, like, a nurse Mm -hmm. in front of her gate, so she realizes that he lives in the neighborhood, and then later... He's kind of lost walking by himself in the neighborhood, and she stops everything she's doing and picks him up and takes him home. Like, that's not something that just normal people do in everyday life. Like, they see an old person or someone walking alone in the street looking lost, and they don't think anything of it because everyone's so worried about, like, you know, murderers and rapists and whatever. And. I think we really need more people to treat other people like Kate Winslet treats Arthur in this film. Definitely. Okay, who is your least favorite character in this film? Oh, Jasper, of course. Oh, yeah, he's fucking trash. (laughs) Jasper is fucking trash. (laughs) Yeah, it's like such a mess. Well, maybe it's a tie between Jasper and Maggie. Although Jasper, ugh. Yeah, Maggie's bad, but I feel like Maggie doesn't get enough screen time to be worst character. Like... I don't know. She's there for like a minute and she doesn't ever really show that she really is in love with Jack Black. So when she's like, when you find out that she cheats on him, it's like, meh, yeah, whatever. We we could see from the start he was into Kate Winslet. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, but Jasper's such a bitch. Ugh. Awful. So basically in this story, Jasper was dating Kate Winslet and at some point they break up in the past she remains in love with him even though he has moved on and he gets engaged doesn't tell her that he is engaged and then it's announced at their work christmas party so it's completely sprung on her just surprise hey the guy that you're in love with just got engaged to someone else and she's like a wedding writer Mm -hmm. so she has to write about it very much like 27 dresses situation like she's got to write about the shit it's just fucked up yeah it's awful and then she leaves to go to L.A. and is like, fuck it, I need to get away from you. Yeah, part of the reason that she did the house yeah. swap. Yeah, She's like, I need to get, I need to fall out of love with you. I can't handle it. She gets on the plane. He immediately, like, he finds out that she's leaving and he immediately texts her, like, how do I get a hold of you? And she's like, bitch, I need to fall out of love with you. Like, stop. <laughs> right. And then she gets to L.A. and he, I don't know, he waits a couple of days and then he calls her. And she gets all excited because she's still in love with him. And he's like, hey, can I send you some pages to edit? Which is like, come on, dude. Like, right. what the fuck? Find literally anyone else to edit your anyone fucking Anyone else. Not the girl who's trying to fall out of love with you. So he sends her these pages and she's like, fuck it. And it kind of sends her into depression when she gets them. But she doesn't read them right away. She gets all busy dealing with Jack Black and Arthur and all this other stuff that's right. going on in her life. Then... I don't know. More important things. Yeah, more important <laughs> things for sure. And then like a week goes by 
and some disappointing stuff happens with Jack Black. She finally goes to read them, and then she gets a phone call from Jasper, and Jasper fucking ends up on her door. It's like Christmas night, Christmas Eve, some shit like that. And Jasper left his fiance in England and shows up on her door in L.A., and then proceeds to, like, romance her. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, like, gets her all, like, feely, touchy-feely, like, on a couch. They're just, like, cuddling on a couch. And she flat out asks him, like, hey, so are you still engaged? Like, does this mean that you want to be with me? Like, what's going on? Right. And he's just like, I wish you could just deal with me the way that I am. I'm like, you piece of fucking shit. right? How dare you? Like, you couldn't even, you came all the way out here. First off, you left your would-be wife on Christmas to fly halfway around the world and spent probably like $500 at least on a ticket from London to LA. Mm -hmm. Came out here, you're sweet talking this girl who's trying to fall out of love with you, you're cuddling with her, like, ugh. But then Kate Winslet stands up for herself and kicks him out, so that's pretty great. Yeah. But, oh, he's such a dick. (laughs) Right? (laughs) God. He is the worst. And there's always a character like him in a rom-com. Definitely. He's your basic heel in a rom-com. Okay, what was your favorite scene in this movie? Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, I would have to say it's probably a tie between the blockbuster scene and that, like, montage of Iris and... Uh, oh, no, 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 not the montage. When they're making up the song for Arthur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruitily <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the big dollop is pretty classic, too. <laughs> so good. Uh, I think my favorite scene is probably where Cameron Diaz and Jude Law go on their first date. Yeah. Like, their real date. And she's just, like, grilling him. And then they talk about his family a little, like, a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Like, his mom and dad. And then they talk about her family. And then they go out and do that, like, chase in the courtyard scene. Yeah, yeah. And I mostly love that scene because of the music. Mm-hmm. Like, the little tango-y song that's right there is so pretty yes so i like that scene a lot and then i also really really like the scene where cameron diaz shows up at jude law's house and they like the mr napkin head part and then the laying in the tent part Mm -hmm. that's so cute like it's really hard to hmm I think the kids in this movie, like the two actors who are the little girls in this movie, did such a good job of being little kids. That seems really weird. But they were really genuine in portraying that Jude Law was their dad, which Mm -hmm. is not something that you see a lot in little kids in movies. Like, it's sometimes not believable that these people are related. But Jude Law and the two girls, like, get along really, really well. And I really liked that they portrayed like an actual family like it yeah, looked like yeah. a like real family like the way family. they interact with yeah. Cameron Diaz's character oh, and, yeah. as a family unit yeah yeah and, and like how the little girls are looking out for their dad or like yeah. trying to and the way that Cameron Diaz reacts to the girls like that's not something that a lot of people do especially when they find out that someone has kids that they weren't right. expecting to have kids like right. that situation could have gone a lot of different ways but the way that they made it all cute and happy, like, family, was really, really good. Yeah. Okay, what about the music in this film? What did you think? I love all of the music in this film. It's probably one of my favorite, like, all-time scores. Oh, yeah. Um, I find myself listening to it, like, pretty often. Yeah. But one of my favorite songs from 
the score from this movie is called Busy Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it has just like such a laid back kind of vibe to it, but it's also sort of bouncy, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I like the contrast in the piece. Yeah. It's cool. It's simple. I love the music in this film. It isn't overly Christmassy. Like, this film takes place at Christmas time, but is not ever about Christmas. Right. Like, I consider this a, a holiday film or a wintertime film, but not really a Christmas, quote-unquote, film. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a Christmas scene. There is, um, like, a Christmas tree up at Jude Law's house. Right. And, like, the village that they're in like surrey or whatever Mm -hmm. that's decorated for christmas but other than that and the hanukkah Hanukkah party party, but they don't really like explicitly talk about christmas and christmas isn't a huge part like it doesn't play a big role in the film right Um, it's not like a main focus yeah it's not a main focus the music really echoes that not putting the focus on christmas like the score by hans zimmer is just breathtaking it's so beautiful gorgeous and there is very little christmas music like i was listening for christmas music and there's none in the score like he doesn't put jingle bells in anything like he's not trying to push the christmas feel but there is a couple of like carols that play while they're like traveling so like when iris lands in la and she's like driving taking the taxi yeah Yeah, she's like in a taxi like on uh, the Pacific Coast Highway. There's like a Christmas song playing. Yeah, it's uh, Winter Wonderland. Is yeah, Winter yeah, Wonderland? yeah. Or and Lance? it's like a it's like yeah. a montage scene of both of the girls arriving in their place. And then there's another scene um, where Cameron Diaz goes into the town to buy like wine and all of that stuff. And there's like Christmas music happening in the store, uh-huh. but it's not like overly done in the. It's just like deep background yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. It's not. Like, atmospherical. Yeah, it's atmospheric yeah. Christmas music. It's not like, oh, hey, this is, you know, rocking around the Christmas tree right here. <laughs> like, this is what we're talking about. So, there's that. Um, my favorite song in this film is, um, well, I have two. I love the piece that is, I don't know what the name of it is, but when Cameron Diaz is running, mm-hmm. it's like the main theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. I love that yes. that piece. I could just listen to it on repeat over and over and over again. Super good. And I love Arthur's theme. Yeah, uh, it's so cute. Jack Black, I know he didn't actually write it, but he does a really good job of pretending to have written right, Arthur's right. theme. <laughs> and Hans Zimmer just knocked it out of the park. It's so cute. And when you think about it attached to the character of Arthur mm-hmm. and, like, his bouncy personality, it fits so well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. It's so good. Like a lot. Okay, what about the feels in this movie? How does this movie make you feel? What Were there any moments where it just, like, was overwhelming or, like, makes you cry or makes you just happy and all of that? Uh, oh, well, one of the scenes we were talking about earlier was the... Um, Two young girls and Cameron Diaz and uh, Jude Law. Jude Law, thank you. Um, his character. You're just kind of in that moment in the little girl's bedroom, and you know, like the conversation that they have, and just how much of a family unit they seem. Yeah, like, the you know, like it, yeah, it just it's like one of those like heartwarming moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, this is like so beautiful, and just you know, like the way yeah. that they 
kind of come together and and figure it out you know yeah um i i really enjoy it like that brings a little tear to my eye oh yeah know? i love that scene yeah when um, the girls are just like uh we never have adult girls around yeah i was like oh i know right and so they're cute. like if you want to stay the night we can push our beds together you yeah, know like, they're so and, innocent and so yeah, cute yeah it just yeah it, i'm like tearing up thinking about it right now like, <laughs> so cute it's just adorable and and just it like yeah it just makes you feel good inside you know yeah i also aside from that scene i also really love when arthur walks up the stairs and jack black shows up and like that whole scene of the writers guild right there like it's such a big moment for arthur and his journey to become stronger like strong enough to walk across the stage and all of that yeah it's so cute and kate winsley is just so happy for him right like the look of pure joy on kate winsley's face is fucking great well from the moment they walk in the door too like because he's expecting what like you know you know his his, like five people yeah Yeah, like to show up and you know when when they open the doors and like all these people are there and like you know applauding him and like you know, just the surprise of him seeing, you know, his good friends and like, it just, that, that also, I feel like makes you, you know, yeah. it's like, look at how, you know, how many people you've impacted just by, yeah. you know, your writing and your career and just, you know, um, I just, I, I think that's a beautiful part of that moment too. Yeah. A long time ago, like around the time when this movie came out, like the first few times that I saw it, the part that got me was always when Cameron Diaz starts to cry in yeah. the taxi cab. Yeah. Because she goes through this long rant at the beginning um, and throughout the movie how she doesn't cry and can't cry. Like, basically her parents got divorced and when she was a kid and she didn't see it coming and she cried for days and days and days straight. And because she cried for days and days and days straight, she basically ran the well dry. Like, she just doesn't <laughs> yeah. cry anymore. And when this movie came out in, like, 2006, I was a hard ass And I also didn't cry. Like, I never cried. Movies didn't make me cry. Like, sad things happening in my life never didn't make me cry. And for a long time, like, I identified with the Cameron Diaz character because that was me. Like, no tears, no emotion. I don't cry. Yeah. And it wasn't until my mom died uh, in 2010, so, like, four years of watching this film... That I actually started to cry at things. And now everything makes me cry. Like, I just cry at the smallest things. Like, oh, a puppy's on the screen. And I'm just, like, tearing up. (laughs) But but before that happened, like, like I said, I was a hard ass. And I related a lot to Cameron Diaz. So when she started to cry in the film, I really felt that. It never made me cry before. But that was definitely, like, the feels moment for me in this yeah. movie. Like, yeah. finally, her little heart <laughs> it grew, grew, uh, grew three grew times, three times that day. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and it was like, oh, maybe that could happen to me someday, and I could stop <laughs> holding in my emotions and just cry. And then, you know, eventually it did. But, yeah. yeah, that was totally the moment for me in the first few times that I watched this film. All right, what about memories associated with this film? What do you remember about watching this film uh i always remember like zoning in on those moments with you when you know like we get to the blockbuster scene or we get to you know and like um 
really all those like Jack Black moments. Yes. Uh, you know. All of my memories of this film <clears throat> happen with me. Regina. Yeah. <laughs> like we watch this film every year together. This is like one of our we have to get together and watch movies. Yes. And everything about this film I can't watch this film with other people if Regina's not there. Like, I feel bad about it. And we, like, text each other about it, like, hey, I have to watch The Holiday. <laughs> right. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah. This is one of our films. We have a couple of others, too, but this is definitely one of our films. And all of my memories in watching this film have Regina in them. Right. Like, oh, and just in real life, like, every time, like, there's a moment in the movie where they're eating sushi and Jack Black reaches over to grab some like soy sauce and he accidentally grazes Iris's boob. Yeah. And it's like this awkward, like funny moment where he like apologizes and he's like, oh, <laughs> accidental boob grace. I'm sorry. sorry for the accidental boob grace. Yeah. <laughs> so like every time that happens, like somewhere out in real life, it's just like it brings us back to, you know, that moment oh, yeah. in this movie. And oh, yeah. Like... We come back. We quote this movie a lot in our everyday lives, like the big dollop, little dollop. Yeah. Like with the, with the whipped cream. Oh, big dollop. Yeah. This is one of those, like, makes me think of Regina films for sure. Likewise. <laughs> I can't. This one, this movie and Rent, like I can't yes. ever watch either one of these films and not just immediately think of Regina. And also Goofy Movie. And yes. probably half of my shelf of films, honestly. I know. We watch a lot of movies together. <laughs> yes, Regina's my movie buddy uh, for years. Like, since we became friends, basically. Shoot. Oh, we, we just get together and watch movies and recommend movies to each other. And yeah. then You're just so good. stack it onto the list of movies that we absolutely love and have to watch together. <laughs> so we can quote them to each other. Yes. Okay, what about... Your seven-word synopsis. Oh, oh, oh. So, this movie is a lot. Yeah. And trying to fit... Into seven uh, words, Into yeah. seven words, like, just the description of it all is intense. Yeah. Um, so, I just simplified it, and and uh, I describe it as two women searching for love and feels. Very nice. All right. I've got three different seven-word synopsis. <laughs> I've got, old man teaches young woman about gumption. Yes. That's a uh, good one. Cameron Diaz falls in love with Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. Break ju- if I had put in Jude Law, it would have made it too many. So I was like, all right, what's another iconic character that he played that's only one word? Yes. Dumbledore. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then House Swap, Meet Cute, Big Dollop, Gumption. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty my, accurate. That's, that's my pretty... tag at the bottom of the thing. Just like house swap, period. Meet cute, period. Big dollop, period. Gumption, period. Nice. <laughs> like that's it. I love it. Yeah, that's my entire plot for this film. All right. How much do you think this movie cost to make? Mm, is it in the millions? Yes. Am I allowed to ask that? Okay. I'm going to say $15 million. Okay, so this movie cost $85 million to make. What? (laughs) (laughs) I guess if you think about locations and stuff. Yeah, well, it was shot on location, and you gotta think, this was 2006, so Kate Winslet was huge, Jude Law was huge, Jack Black was huge, Cameron, they were all huge. That's fair. Like, plus, I mean, I don't know about Arthur Abbott, but also John Krasinski's in this film. Lindsay Um, Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay Um, Lohan, James Franco. Yeah. uh, The girl... 
who is Miss Fletcher. Ugh. What is her name? She's just, an anchorman. Just told and me she, yesterday. She's in a whole bunch of Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> she's in Step Brothers. She's like the wife in Step Brothers. Yeah, she's in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. She's like the best friend. Yeah, she's in ton, a ton of stuff. Man. But she's in it. There's like a ton of extra like side characters who are also famous. Like we said, Dustin Hoffman is in this film, just like randomly. Yeah. And they did film in LA and in London, so they had or in Surrey, so they had to go back and forth between the two, so that kind of cost them a lot of money. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. Thank you, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, yeah. I love her so much. She's so she's good. so funny. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Um, what about box office? How much do you think this movie made? I'm gonna say, I don't know, 150 mil. Nice guess. Pretty close. It made $205.1 million. Nice. So a little bit more. I read that it didn't make a ton domestically. I mm. guess in the U.S. it only made like $70 million, so they didn't even make their oh, money wow. back. So it was, kind of, it was a flop yeah. in the United States. But worldwide or globally it made two hundred and five. so it made up for, for it with its global release. Yeah. It's really sad that this movie flopped and that a lot of people like haven't heard of it or haven't watched it yeah. because it's such... A good it's movie. Great. Like even if you don't like rom coms, just the general story behind it, like all the stuff with Arthur and all the cool film stuff that they like weaved in, like mm-hmm. film history that they weaved into Arthur's story, mm-hmm. is really really cool and totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. And it'll make you want to go to England. Yes. Or, L. A. If you are from not California. Right. And you kind of get to see some of the like. Uh, like a composer set up for you know Jack oh, Black's yeah, character yeah. and like you know uh, I yeah know, this like is the way you cut or looking at how to cut a video like this it. is the first film that I can recall that has a modern composer in it like yeah. that you get to see kind of how they do things mm-hmm. at, at all mm-hmm. because the only other movies that I can think of that are like composery is like what Amadeus yeah and it's like yeah. that's three hundred years ago like that's not really reflective of anything that's happening today right, in, in right. composition like most i'm not gonna say all because i'm sure there are some composers who are still handwriting like operas and shit like that mm-hmm. which is insane to me but <laughs> most people are doing it with a keyboard in a program on their computer and it's really cool to see that from a musician standpoint it's not something that you see ever in movies right right and Normal moviegoers are not so interested in the soundtrack, typically. Like, aside from the really big composers, like, or the really big blockbusters, like Star Wars. Everyone recognizes John Williams' Star Wars thing. Right. Like, normal person off the street who watched Star Wars, like, three times when they were a kid mm-hmm. could go into the movies right now and watch Star Wars and recognize, oh, I know that song. Right. I know that song. I recognize that song because, right. you know... The music in Star Wars is so attached to it. Yeah, and iconic and... But past that, past those big blockbusters, the normal person doesn't associate movies necessarily with the music that is attached to them. And musicians, like myself and Regina, or people who are involved in music, attach so much weight to the music that is in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you could pick pretty much... Well, maybe not pretty much, but a lot of the movies on my shelves that I own, like, you could pick a movie and I could sing you a song or tell you a song that's in that because that's how the music, that's how much the music affects me. Right, right. Um, because that's how I relate to a lot of the films. Yeah, it's an impactful element and when done right, it 
Yeah. Can be fantastic. So it's really cool to see Jack Black's character in this giving a real life like look into composition because that's something that a lot of people never get to see, never think about. Right. They never they're not ever thinking about all the stuff that goes into building, you know, a score for a movie mm-hmm. or how the score impacts a movie other than like, oh, that sounded kind of pretty. Right. You right. know, like but for us, like he equates in this film, he's writing these different themes for each different character, mm-hmm. which is really kind of meta because it's like Hans Zimmer wrote these, uh, wrote these lines for these or wrote these melodies for these characters, and then Jack Black is playing a composer who's pretending to write these melodies pieces, for the these for melodies those characters. For these characters. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's really really cool, and like seeing someone involved in music in a movie and talk about music. He brings Kate Winslet to Blockbuster, and they're just talking about all of this music, this famous music that's in all these movies. And like, composers, too. I mean, it oh, yeah. exposes you to multiple names. where you Oh, can, yeah, he name drops composers he, for yeah, days. Like, and it's so cool to see that. Like, oh, I love it so much. Yeah. So if you are a fan of rom-coms or you like good soundtracks to movies or you like any of the main actors, Jack Black, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, or you like Hollywood history or you just are looking for something to feel good, you should definitely check out this film. Yes. Like, it is so happy like i don't know anyone who can watch this film and just be grumpy at the end right this especially now with like they close it out with uh um aretha franklin you know you send me and like that also just gives you like you know happy warm feelings like at the end of it all you know the journey that this movie takes you on is so good and you will get lost in it and you will be so happy at the end of this film like if you're grumpy at the end of this film tweet at me because i don't understand (laughs) Like, some serious stuff is going on in your life, and you need to talk to somebody, because this film is so good and so happy. You should definitely check it out. It is a little longer than your traditional rom-com, because there's two complex romantic stories happening, rather than it just being, like, one girl and one guy, like, will they, won't they? In this movie, it's two couples, will Mm -hmm. they, won't they? Um, So they're kind of, like, transitioning back and forth, so it is a little bit longer. It's... Runs for two hours and 16 minutes, so it's just a tiny bit longer than your average rom-com, which is usually like an hour and a half, an hour 45, but it's totally worth the two hours. Like definitely worth it. It doesn't even feel like two hours, I I think because of the split story. Yeah, Yeah. it it moves really quickly because there's no dull downtime. Right. There's not a lot of like, oh, well, I have to go run this errand and like... I'm randomly going to do this or whatever for like a minute. Kate Winslet and Jack Black and then Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and then back to Kate Winslet and Jack Black and it's back and forth constantly so you're never it's driven by the music i feel like there's always music playing and it it, it, it's so good it's like its own yeah yeah Hans Zimmer has done a lot of great things and honestly if you look at Hans Zimmer's body of work this movie's not anywhere near like the top 15 things that people will list as Things that they associate with Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. But I, like, this is my number one for him. Yes, yes. Same. Which is saying a lot, because he did Gladiator, right? And he did the Pirates movies. Uh-huh. Like, those are both fucking great. Normal people off the street can sing you the Pirates theme right. that Hans Zimmer wrote. <laughs> and the, maybe not the Gladiator theme, that's kind of a deeper pull. Right. But, <laughs> but everybody in, everybody loves those. But I, like, The Holiday is my favorite Hans Zimmer soundtrack and it's so good. good. 
Oh man. So go watch this movie. Yes, find it check on it out. find it on Amazon or Hulu or Netflix or wherever and fucking watch this movie. Even if you have to buy it. Like <laughs> spend the three dollars and rent it. It's so so good. I cannot praise this movie anymore. Nancy Myers did so good. Yes. Whew. Good on you, girl. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed us talking about the holiday. Please, please, please check this out. Check this movie out if you have not already seen it. Or check it out again if you've already seen it. Like, go back, revisit an old favorite because it's so freaking good. Yeah. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at AllentownPod. Or email us if you have any questions at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. And don't forget that you can find us anywhere where podcasts can be found. So, yeah. See you later. Thanks for listening and check us out tomorrow. Bye. Love you. Bye.